1: The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break with Nick Eatman, David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. It is Wednesday, May 11th,
2: 2022, season 18, episode number eight. Welcome to the latest edition of The Break Life in the SWBC Mortgage Studios. At the start, we've got a little bit of time here today to talk to you guys about a lot of different things. We have the rookie mini camp coming up this weekend. We got some wrap up on the draft and those guys and what you guys will be looking for this weekend, if anything. Uh, We'll talk about a little bit about that. We'll also talk about schedule release that's coming up tomorrow. Lots of interesting things coming out of that, as usual. The NFL—that uh, is the Super Bowl for digital media groups around the NFL. Should be fun tomorrow. Stop it, Dave. Sorry, no one cares what you think about that.
3: I didn't say anything. <laughs> you
2: invited me into that. <laughs> I did. Um, and then uh, we'll see in the final segment if we have a little time to talk about a second NFL team in the city of Dallas. Maybe we'll have time for that. Maybe we won't. Um, but we'll see how that goes. How you doing, Nick? You good? I'm doing good, uh, yeah. right, I wasn't good.
0: expecting that one.
2: Yeah, you know, I figure if we have a little time, we might throw it out there and let y'all feast on that a little bit and see what you, what you, think, what you think about that. Uh, kind of funny, I thought, but, but we'll get to that in the third segment, maybe, if we have a little bit Snow of
0: time. No balls, chance in hell.
2: Yeah, I know. We'll get to that. Um, so let's start first with the rookies. Um, we we Last week, we did a, a deep dive into each player that was drafted and your thoughts on them. This week I think we're going to take a little bit of a bigger picture view of the draft as a whole and then with the rookies coming in this weekend, some of the things that are intriguing to you about that. Uh, Let's start first. We do do know the Rookie Mini Camp is coming up Friday, Saturday. They'll be arriving on Thursday. We'll have lots of content uh, following those guys, interviewing those guys. You'll get to see the rookies for the first time in Cowboys uniforms. Uh, So that should be somewhat exciting for fans out there. Um, Let's go back to the draft, though. And and as as you look across the entire draft, the entire uh, lot of Cowboys picks, uh, who was the most intriguing draft pick for you?
3: Most intriguing draft pick. Uh, two come to mind, one being Jalen Tolbert, just because I think the value is great. I think he's good enough to start right away. Um, obviously, Tyler Smith, but I, th- I hate to say project, but I just feel better about what Jalen Tolbert is right now. and got to see more from Tyler Smith. And then Damone Clark, just because of the great unknown of, of what he can be when he's healthy and, and the, val- the, the, the discount that they got there. Th- those are the two for me.
0: For me, I, I would you know obviously Tyler Smith. I, I think he, you know, I don't know if he's a. I think he's a project left tackle. I don't know if he's a project left guard. If he is, they shouldn't have drafted him. So I'm hoping that he's not that. But I think go has a chance to probably be well, the a starter in a couple of years. I think I think I could see that happening
2: over that. Josh Ball or do you see how do you see them because I, I heard that conversation come up yesterday and it was an intriguing one because Josh Ball's yeah. fourth round pick is you know you and so
0: duke it out that's fine whoever wins that'd be great i mean i am not counting on that i mean they're both fourth round pick or no he's a fifth, fifth round pick round, well yeah. let's go um i just i could see that that happening but if Josh Ball's Better, hey, that's, a can ball out, <laughs> that's a good problem. Let's go. It's a good
3: problem. You're just really going with the wordplay over there. I don't huh? know. Well, let's <laughs> just, go. Um, I'm ball tight. out <laughs> just talking right now. Hey, yeah, you, you
4: sound like Nick. Like every time y'all come up with some smarty puns. headline yeah. pun. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I don't, uh, I'm trying to think of a different guy other than Tyler Smith because he really is the guy that's more not. not just the guy, but the position itself, what's going on on the O-line, that's the most intriguing part for me, because we're a week out from the draft already, and we still haven't seen like any other signing of like a veteran guy, and I know they just drafted a first-round pick to come in and help, and they're expecting him to be a guy that can help in the get-go right away, but... It's just I can't visualize all of that really going smoothly just yet. So I'm I'm really intrigued as to what is actually going to happen with the tackle position and with the guard position as we start moving into rookie mini camp, then training camp, and seeing how things develop. Because they, I still think they need a veteran guy to come in and, and help, and they haven't signed a guy like that.
2: Yeah. It's it's interesting and I, I think my most intriguing pick, it's really the two. It's the two offensive linemen because I think going into the draft, and I'll speak for myself, I was really I was assuming that Dallas was looking at either the draft or some veteran to be uh the, the, the guys that would be your backup tackle, um, you know, that kind of thing. And it sounds like from from really the way the Cowboys are looking at it, they're looking at their young guys as their backups. I don't think they're necessarily going out and finding some veterans. So I'm interested to see how you know can can you have Smith come in and play guard immediately? As you said, Nick, I agree with you. If he can't do that, then I question whether he was worth yeah. the first round pick. Uh, but it, can he come in and do that immediately? Um, is there an ability for well, let's go or Ball? Uh, to maybe jump in there and, and be your swing tackle this year, or, or both of them battling in that situation. Uh, can Farniak give you give, give you some competition at center? Like I think there are lots of questions on the offensive line, and it seems like the approach the Cowboys are taking is that they're going to go with young guys.
0: I think it, you know to Amber's point, if, she, if they do sign a veteran at this point, I think that they would probably deem them as progress stoppers. I think you have to wait and see this off you know, offseason training camp. Now, if you get to camp. And and all of a sudden, Dorrance Armstrong looks like Lawrence Taylor coming off the edge every time because you can't block him. Then I would think maybe you you do have to go that route. It may or be maybe too late. Lawrence
2: is just Lawrence Taylor.
3: Yeah, Dor- Dorrance Taylor. <laughs> Dorrance Taylor. Yeah, maybe. will That'd be good. That'd be <laughs> that would good. be a good problem to have. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. I'll lean the other way. <laughs> okay. Not, and that's not a knock on Dorrance. So that's yeah. training camp. We see that all the time. Where it's no doubt. like. This guy's balling out. He's amazing practice day after day. And then it turns out it was the competition. That more so was what they were doing Last year. He had a great training he had camp. He a great camp. I mean, he did have a great season yeah, last year. Yeah,
2: I thought year. his season was pretty good.
3: For, for, all, for, for not being a starter, for yep. being a guy that they lean on on special teams, he had a nice year. But
4: then we got to come up here and if, apologize if none for of,
3: If none of their <laughs> tackles can deal with him at training camp, uh, that's a problem. Yeah, that's I not know. a, like, oh, we've got a great end. It's a, oh, we don't have any tackles, yeah. in my opinion. Right. Yeah. All right, um, who was the biggest
2: steal of the draft?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, if, I, if I'm saying that Walesko has a chance to start in a couple of years, then i got to say that, but especially since he's a fifth-rounder, which – fifth rounders haven't been too good around here at all. Well, so the actually. Shots yeah. Yeah. Was, and four shots at this one. So. Yeah. That was about yeah. It's it's been a it's been a bit of Bank of America type of round, so they mm. got to be they got to be better than that.
3: Mm-hmm. So. I'll say Tolbert again cuz they almost drafted him at 56 and he was still there at 88. Um, I want to say Damone Clark but I think you got to hold off until you see if he's the same player. Um, yeah, I think he will be. I hope he will be, but we don't know that. that right would
0: now. That will be a steal then. That would, that would be, just, be for a sure. Steal if, he's if he,
3: stealing. if he just, if it's like nothing ever happened, then that is one of the steals of the draft, probably. But it's just too soon to say that right now. I tell you who Jerry would would say. It's gonna go with Sam Williams. <laughs> Which are, I, that's we're, fair. Are, we're calling him D now, right? should. It's, yeah, we it's D him. Williams. That's his thing? It's actually
2: it's spelled D E, so it's De. But everybody says D, so
3: I guess we just say D. I think his middle name. I think we talked about that's this the last middle week. Name? I, his I, middle name is like D Eric, I think, yeah, something, something like, like that. that. What
0: position yeah. is he going to be? Like, what position is he going to be listed at?
3: Why? Because it would be D E D E Williams. Then
0: they're going to call him D D, and yeah, that's
2: exactly what's going to happen. I can hear you in the press box now.
3: Uh, but yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I agree with Nick that Jerry would say that. That's okay. Is
2: yeah. that a fair assessment that that he should be considered a bit of a steal for the Cowboys?
3: If he not until it no, it's too soon to say that it will be. Could argue that based on talent, you could argue Calvin Joseph could be a steal too, and it mm-hmm. doesn't seem that way right now. <laughs> so those those things go into consideration.
2: Steal. I'm like using those two. Fair.
3: Together. Just. No, it's too soon to ju- like it's too soon to be like we were right about this. Like we well, well, took this chance and he was there and and we're it's going to pay off. It's yeah. too soon to say that. Let's be
2: honest. It when you start talking about steals, it's probably too early to say that for anybody cuz you just don't know how it's going to pan out, but you kind of just base it on where they got them potential, versus yeah. what the potential is, I guess is the best way to look
3: at it. But like a, like a Jalen Tolbert doesn't come with the same question marks, yeah. whereas I'm like, yeah, like if he's on the field doing his thing, I think that's really good value he's for where they got him. He's here to change the culture.
0: That's what he said. He said he's coming down here to help change the culture.
4: <laughs> yeah. um, real quick, going back to Sam Williams. I forget. Uh the- Whatever, man. Let me... am
0: just <laughs> playing along. <Let's-> Whatever, man.
4: <laughs> Williams. Is it okay to use last name then? Yeah. Sure. Williams. Yeah, it's,
0: not, it's not a common name at all.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, now Connor is gone, so we'll stick to this Williams. Yeah. So with him, was he, outside the question marks and all that, was he like graded as a first round pick talent wise
3: i don't know that i i don't think i don't think the cowboys had a first round grade on him i mean the cowboys had 14 first round grades that's and so no no i don't i doubt very many people had a first round grade on him but in terms of pure ability i think we talked about it last week i mean his tape against very good competition is very good yeah Uh, yeah So, it's all
2: the off-field stuff for him, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not about his ability.
3: I don't know. I still don't know that... Like, I don't... If he was Captain America, I don't know that he would have been a first-round pick. Really? It's hard, it's hard to answer that question, though. All this stuff is completely different. Like... One team's – Cowboys are like, he's our best second-round grade, Tyler Smith. Somebody else could have him as a third. Well, in your
2: evaluation, obviously, you looked at a lot of players. Do you think he was a guy that would have ended up being drafted in the first round? Again, understanding the premium on the defensive end position, do you think he's a first-round talent that just had other issues that made him be a second-round pick?
3: I don't feel comfortable saying he would have been a first-round pick if he had a clean bill. But I think – you know, I don't think – he would have lasted to 56, put it that way. I think he would have been one of the first guys taken on day two, probably one of the first handful of guys. It hmm.
0: sounds like the on-the-field knocks for him it is, is just his uh, versatility in the position. Um, and, and that's just what Ole Miss asked him to do, get up the field, beat these left tackles, and get to the quarterback, which he did. And and But sometimes with that... It's like where else can you play him? Can you play him three downs? Can he, is he just a, a, a rusher? Which there's value there, obviously, but uh, I, I think that's the question marks he has to answer on the field is what can you do with him all the time during the game? Because I think that's the difference, and Dave will know this better than me, but I think that's the difference between the rushers that get drafted high in the first round and the ones that have you know have good sack numbers, but they don't necessarily you know show that they can be a consistent run stopper, three down
3: player. Yeah, I mean, the more you can do, the more complete your picture is, the better off you are, which he'll tell you. Like, Ole Miss asked him to do a lot of stuff other than line up out wide. Like, he was, he played a lot of like four eye technique, like in closer inside the line, doing dirty work. That was a big thing. Uh, oh gosh, I'm drawing a blank already. That was, I mean, like, um, people have said that thing about guys before where it's just, oh oh think Tr- Trayvon Walker the number one overall pick is like well Georgia asked him to play strong side a lot he's fantastic against the run and they didn't need him to be a pure edge rusher uh D Williams has he has some of that to his game but again I mean 12 and a half sacks in college I mean yeah. you don't see a whole lot of guys do better than that just because of the like the limited number of games you play like you don't see these 20 sack totals in a college season. I mean, 12 and a half is is really really good in a college season. So he clearly has that ability. So knowing what what
2: you know about the other <laughs> players they have at the position and what you think of of D Williams? what would be a good year for him this year? And I'm not necessarily talking about in the, in the way of sacks, but more from a standpoint of what role could the Cowboys expect him to play? Is he a guy that could be competing to be starter type? Or is he a guy that really, you know, you think of more as just kind of a, a pass rush specialist that comes in on third downs and, and kind of gives you some extra pass rush?
0: Um, I I think for me, it starts with a good, a good year for him is is no issues off the field. that That's, that's a real. That's a good start for him. No expectations on the field necessarily. No, I mean, I think that I think it starts there. Got it. Okay. I think it's, for me, it starts there, and then and then just see, get, make a you know be. uh I mean, if he's a Chauncey Golston type guy that can just contributes at times some special teams, but also comes in on third down to get some sacks, that would be a good year. I mean, I think anything. looking
4: better than Leighton Vanderesh. der Esch.
0: now looking better. Yeah, oh,
4: yeah. I I could see that being possible. Him coming in and just making, maybe on the field like where you notice him more than yeah. what Leighton has given you in him the past year. Playing
0: the same role. These names are going to bother me here. These, like I said, this DE and other. Because if he's not listed as a DE, what's he going to be
3: listed at? Linebacker. Sam. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I see what you're doing. Sam. I'm, I'm serious. Sam D. Williams. Sam. He's the Sam. That's actually his name. He goes by Sam,
0: right? but no, he's not going by Sam, but he is a Sam. <sighs> what number is he? 54. 54.
3: Oh, great. <laughs> a successful Maybe. season for him would be like being one of the four primary defensive ends. I mean, Demarcus, Fowler, and Dorrance would be the other ones. If he's one of those four pass rush situations, Passing situations. So be better than. Play somewhere between f- 35 and 55% of the snaps. Yeah. Be yeah, better be than. be awesome Basham. if he could be better than that. Is there going
2: to be an odd, a couple odd men out here? I mean, 25 back, Go, tackles, and four sacks. Golson is a young guy. I mean, I don't think they're giving up on him. We you start thinking about. I mean, you just throw out those four names. Golson wasn't mentioned there. Basham wasn't mentioned there. Obviously, Basham is a veteran. If If the Cowboys decide they don't need him, they could always move away. Golston's not somebody I wouldn't think that they're ready to give up on as a That's no, my no, point. No. So
0: so where does where does that all lay out? Golston's got some good versatility to go inside.
3: That's I mean DeMarcus Fowler, Williams, Dorrance, even throw in Basham. Yeah. Even and, and then then Goldston. Uh, Goldston. did I I haven't said Golston yeah, yet. Goldston, yeah. So that gives you six. Right. And that, so that's fine right there. I mean six defensive ends is pretty normal and then consider the fact that Golston has inside flex, and even to some degree, Tank does too. Yeah, I'm, I so, wasn't even
2: talking so much about making the team as much as who's going to get the snaps. Like yeah. you want to keep developing Golston; he's going to need snaps to keep developing.
0: right? Well, and all, the snaps comes down to where, what ready? else you could do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, but but if if you've got if Basham's just a little bit better than Golston is, but Golston is helping you on special teams, or Dorrance is helping you on special teams, or whatever, then the,
3: those guys play.
0: But you know. It always works itself out. We know yeah. that. Yep. But I mean, not,
3: those are true. those are the those are the quintessential situations where, like, the team would probably love to get cheaper. You know, like, I mean, I'm not trying to fire Terrell Basham, but he could. He's not making enough money. Like, he's got to have a good camp. He, Fowler. Fowler. Yeah. Like, sounds yeah. weird to say, and I don't think he would be cut, yeah. but they're not tied to him. If if they get to camp and Williams is just that dude. And Golston takes a step. I mean, like I said, that would surprise me, but they're not tied to either of those guys financially. Yeah, Yeah, they just gave you flexibility when it came to drafting, right? That's Cowboys special. That's what they like to do.
4: For some reason, I keep seeing him, I don't know. Like To me, in my mind, when I visualize the team and the defense, I just see him fitting better. And I know he's a defensive end. Like That's how they drafted him. But I see him fitting better as a linebacker, like, Rotating somehow and helping in that part of the field. Is that field. just because
2: you think he looks like Micah?
4: No, and I'm trying to put that on the side, but just watching like some of his tape and Boy. seeing the way that he plays. He I
0: didn't even mention him. Micah? But that's like.
4: Well, that's a big yeah. given
1: though. No, no but no. he's oh, saying more oh, than du- Is he
2: going to be playing that down defensive end some? And pressure. that's that's still more reps, right?
4: Yeah.
3: But that's, and to your point about uh, Williams, is the same way. Like, just overhang those guys on the formation. Yeah, like I bet D Williams will play some standing up. Especially like, hey, good point. Get yeah. out there, hang off of the end, you know, we'll have five down linemen and one of them will be D Williams yep. sort of standing there looking like he's about to take off from first base, okay. just club your <laughs> okay. way around the tackle and get home. You
0: don't guys don't worry about anything about the, else. Okay, the D line. I like line. the visual. Yeah. How
4: do you envision the the linebackers then, the yeah. group?
0: Um Hold on, before I get to that, I want to say this one thing about Micah and you say you guys kinda of looks alike and all that. If if Micah can spread that wing a little bit and D. Williams falls under that and they they are together, I like that. I, I think somebody needs to do that. Somebody needs to whoever that is, and I, I know Micah's still young himself, mm-hmm. and he's not too far removed from a guy that thought people thought had character issues or whatever. But he loves football, and he 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 works at getting better. And if if that can be a connection, a form that would be outstanding. If that can happen, to answer your question, linebackers, um, you know, it's it's up in the air. I mean, Leighton vanderesh and and Micah, who am Leighton Vica, Cox has got to get yeah, back.
3: Yeah, Leighton Micah Cox and Curse, boom, done, good. Gifford, Luke Gifford too. That's cool. He can he can play. He can join in. Can is. Do you think Devin Harper will even like have a chance to battle for that? I think he will. We answered a mailbag about this. like Just spitballing, just trying to predict the future, I bet he'll make the team. Yeah, and too. it'll be mainly to play special teams I, and be I, on kick and punt team and all that stuff. I
0: put him as third most reps among all the rookie draft picks, Devin Harper, third most, behind Tyler Smith and then I think – it's either going to be Tolbert or Ferguson. It's got to be Tolbert, right? Hmm. Doesn't have
3: like to they, be. Doesn't have to be. I just assume they're going to need him so. early
1: yeah. on.
2: Like I, and I think if he's as as ready as you say he is, then once you get him in there, I think he's going to continue to get opportunities. And you know how that goes. Again, receivers will get injured,
0: and could, he'll be playing. I could so. just see Ferguson playing a lot. Yeah. I could see him just okay. being a lot of two tight end sets. And yeah, I see him out. I was going to
3: say they could pivot away and try to play 12 personnel until Gallup comes back. Like There's no way to know how they want to play that. I will say I, I feel fine about how the linebacker situation work looks as long as everybody stays healthy. It's completely fair to say you haven't given yourself a whole lot of insurance there if that isn't the case.
2: Well, great, Dave. You just set us up. We're going to take a break. When we come back, I'm going to ask you guys where the holes still exist on this team. Linebacker may be one of them. We'll talk about that when we come back. This is DallasCowboys.com radio.
1: So AT&T is giving everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Want to use what
2: the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black.
1: Back to the break.
0: Whether you're watching from home or cheering from the stands, Essler Lenses will let you see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essler expert and find the perfect Essler Lens for you. See more, do more, Essler.
2: Welcome back. It is the second segment of the break. We're live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. We're talking about the rookie class they will be in on Thursday to start the rookie mini-camp practices on Friday and Saturday. Uh, Here's a question for you guys. What were the holes or what holes do you think still exist on this team uh, after the draft that maybe the Cowboys will have to address in free agent, address in free agency at some point? Uh, and
3: how should they address them? I mean I, we spent a decent amount of time on the offensive line. I just and they've already said they're not going to do it, so that's fine. We'll see how it goes. But I could see a scenario where you don't feel good about your swing tackle at some point this summer, maybe during training camp, maybe during roster cuts. Give Tyler Smith the benefit of the doubt, but if he's and I feel fine that he'll be good or he'll be ready, but I mean if he's not and all of a sudden now Connor McGovern is you know, that's not a wonderful situation to be in. But we'll give we'll give Tyler Smith the benefit of the doubt. I feel okay about that. Um after offensive line or specifically swing tackle, I would say linebacker, like I just said in the last segment. Yeah. I mean
0: I'm tired of saying that I think center's a problem because they don't, so... Well, they
2: obviously may. I mean, I shouldn't say obviously may. It's obvious to me that they're at least thinking about it because they're looking at Farniak,
3: right? Yeah, but... They also signed two undrafted guys. Not yeah. that, that that is not a... You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah I mean,
2: Farniak is a, a late draft pick, so it's not yeah. like he's like was brought in here to take his job. I'm just saying, I think they're looking at it and saying, are there better options? At least asking that question.
0: Well, you know, I, that's that's a fair that's a fair point. But also you could say you had nine draft picks and you didn't take any of them. Mm-hmm. And you had a chance to take, you know, I think you had a chance to take the best center in the draft, whoever they think that is. They were all available now, to them. That Maybe they think that this is a very weak draft class. It, you know, they probably do. But I'm just saying they didn't even – you know, you're you're going to go off of Farniak, who hasn't played as many snaps at center as McGovern. So, you know, they didn't really throw in anybody else out there a little bit.
2: Couldn't that also be the fact, though, that the the positions that they did draft, they felt like were a higher priority than say that center I, that you were talking and about? And that
0: takes all back to what I'm saying. Yeah. They don't view that issue as much as I gotcha. as I do. I just think it still seems to be a problem. But if they're if they're going to keep trying to get him developed, that's fine. I mean. It, that's what they, they did with Terrence Steele, and
2: it worked. Is there a position that they did draft in the first two days, let's say, for example, where you felt like that position was less of an important position for them than center?
0: Um, yeah, that that defensive end, edge rusher D. position. Because, yeah. What? D. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. I mean, I I would have I would have taken a center there, but um, you know I, I'm not as sold, and I haven't seen as much tape, so I just I get maybe I'm going with the small school there, but I just I'm not as sold as Tolbert going to come right in and help at receiver. I still think they have some issues at receiver. Um, they're just banking on a South Alabama rookie to be good, or James Washington to finally kind of resurrect his career, or whatever it is. Kind of banking on on something, or Gallup getting healthy, or CD proving that he could be number one when he hasn't shown that yet. Well, so he's already a, number one, right? Proving to be a worthy number one that you can count on every game, including the playoffs, when you're getting beat by the 49ers. Show up. That's all I'm saying. Prove that he hasn't proven that, has he? No, but Cooper had neat. Like
2: I, I don't know that I don't know that w- Cooper was a. He showed up every game. Like seriously,
3: he, he showed up enough. Yeah, I mean, he's I'm, taken over enough games yeah. in his career.
2: I, I get that he had some and some really great At games. Home. I don't think I I don't think that every game they relied on him. Ag- agreed. I okay. mean, oh, I, that's,
3: I, that's that's their
2: M O. Anyway. That's, okay, and maybe maybe it is. I mean, who knows whether it's them, whether it's him, whether it's the quarterback. Like, there's a lot of different factors of what that could, what could be the issue I there. Think, but I don't think he was like a consistent every no, game. He wasn't. Like, and they yeah.
0: traded him for a bag of chips. So my point is, is that that's but, still the problem. But none of the receivers you have, that have, uh, to me, they all have some kind of major question marks. Whether yeah. can they take it to the next yeah. level? Can they be quality? I mean, there's they all have their question marks, and so that's that's going to be interesting.
3: I, I'm very high on Jalen Tolbert, yeah. but it's undeniable they purposefully got worse at that position, and they're not they're not better than they were. And yeah, just just Cedric. they just yeah we didn't even mention Cedric but yeah, yeah Coop and Cedric together they purposefully got worse, I mean losing Cedric there's only so much you can do but they sent Amari away they clearly wasn't about money at the end of the day, they feel that way that's fine we'll see if they're right I don't think they are I don't but. either
0: I would have I would have uh, restructured Amari and not signed Gallup that's what I would have done and Ooh. if I and if I would have had Jalen Tolbert – in the third round, you still draft them there. You, and you still could get James Washington. You could still do that. But I, I would have liked that situation better. Plus, they're going to be catching balls this weekend as opposed to, you know, the cords and stuff like that. But I saw I saw Gallup the other day, like, out there. I mean, I, I think it's good. It, it seems like it's, a you know, I don't know much about ACL injuries and when they come back and all that. But I, you just know what the guy's able to do here in early May or mid-May. You know, it seems Optimistic.
3: He seems like he's where he's supposed to be. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, I think I, I agree with you guys.
2: I think that there are probably as many question marks at the wide receiver position as at any position on this team. Uh, although I think they've addressed it from the standpoint of a numbers game, like yeah. they got numbers at this point. It's just they all got question marks. Like you said, can everybody take the next step up, right? Everybody has to take the next step up. And although, you know, although CD is, he was the number one receiver last year statistically. He didn't have to do it without an Amari on the opposite side. Right. That's the part yeah. that you got to think about and figure out what that looks like. Take and him out of the
0: game yeah. and
2: then see what happens. Yeah, exactly. So that's the part that I, I think there are just a lot of questions at that position, and I think that that they addressed it as they see fit. And I don't have as much of a problem with the move from Amari if it is what I think it is, which is they felt like maybe they wanted. A different kind of mentality at the receiver position, which that's fair. If they want to go with somebody, it seems to be a little bit more, you know, kind of cut your throat kind of kind of player. By all means, do that if that's what you choose to do. But uh, I don't think that just from a, a pure ability standpoint, I don't think they got better.
3: And I mean, clear, uh, Amari was was the same guy the whole time he was here, as far Absolutely. as I'm aware, and it led to some really successful moments. Not all the time. You're right, but. To just be like, this is so bad that we got to get rid of it right now, and our receiver core will be lesser because of it coming off of a 12 and 5 season. It's just hard to reconcile. Well, you know that. what I do wonder? Yeah. I just because they get... could have drafted Tolbert like Nick just said they could have still drafted Tolbert yeah. with Amari on the team and yeah. then maybe even you've got a long-term succession plan like this guy can sit and develop for a year and if he only catches 15 passes that's not the end of the world and then next year we can talk about the future but, but now it's like no this guy needs to be good right away could could it be the fact
2: that Cowboys decision makers saw what happened against San Francisco they saw that final half quarter of the season where it felt like it felt like in a lot of situations the cowboys were getting beat up and and maybe they just felt like yeah we we got some talented guys but we don't have enough guys that that when we're getting beat up are willing to kind of be willing to fight Back. And, the, and I don't want to make it seem like they weren't playing hard. That wasn't the issue, I don't think. I just think that just that mentality. It's the mentality of the way San Francisco came in there. It's just a different kind of mentality.
3: The Niners bullied them, yeah. and the, uh, every pick they made looks like it was aimed at addressing that fact. Right. right,
0: I, I keep going back to the New England game. You know, I, I, I think we all think that Bill Belichick's one of the greatest that ever do, it, if not the best. The and he, he, he told you. Who he thought was the best player on the team, and he tried to take him out of the game. Plus, if you look at the salaries now, yeah, you look at it the
2: looks pretty nice, salaries doesn't it? Now, but it Marty... wasn't about money. We all we've all said that we know that money was not the driver of this. I don't think.
3: I think it. I mean, I, I th- I've said it before. It, it all snowballs I money, together. I
0: think money was in the front seat. I mean, for you sure. do? Ye- yes. I mean, don't you? Don't think?
2: I think it was a byproduct. Honestly, I think I think that they wanted a different kind of receiver. I, I honestly do. I don't think it was about the money, because it wasn't like they turned around and used that money on a lot of other stuff. Like, I don't think it was about the money. Well, I mean... They could have kept him, and they would have been in a, in a... They would not have been in a bad cap situation,
0: right? Um, I mean, it depends on what... They had to restructure. They'd have to restructure. They, have right, to restructure. Yeah. And they, but, yeah, they didn't sounds want... Sounds like maybe he wanted to do Yeah, that. they didn't really want to restructure, but I do you think know, money was a factor.
4: Clearly, they had their reasons. To do what they did and make the decisions that they made, but as I'm sitting here listening to you guys, I'm just I find it so hard to think that this season, as the team looks right now, it's gonna turn out okay for the Cowboys. Like I, I am having a hard time visualizing that, because you talk about the wide receiver position, I just think they did take a step back overall, and they're counting on so many young guys all around the offense, and you look at the O-line, we keep talking about the O-line, I look at a game or I think, I'm not trusting Tyron Smith to be there, We, I think we can all agree on that, mm-hmm. that at some point he's going to come out of the game. What does that look like now? Then you got a guy like Dak Prescott that got injured two years ago, came back, okay, he's doing great. Then he re-injured himself, uh, what was it, the, sh- the mm-hmm. shoulder. Then he went through a procedure. He's coming back. He looks healthy and everything like that. But that's still in the back of your mind, you know, being cautious of that. Then you see how the running game was affected. Now you're trying to count on these young guys to be able to protect, to help the run game, the pass game. Then also wide receivers to ha- Hope that they do what they need to do to hope that C D Lamb, and I think that C D Lamb can definitely be that guy, but the players around him, while he's trying to do that, it's just going to be really, really hard for them to be able to accomplish all of that with all those moving pieces and make it work as well as they did last year with what they've got. And I think that clearly they've putting a lot of trust on a lot of people, but... It, I, I can't see it. I, I, I really can't.
2: You right know, ultimately, now. who they're putting their trust in. It's Dak. Like this is all. Like this is what happens when you pay a quarterback yeah. huge money like that. Is at some point you got to be like, man, you have to be the man. And sometimes you have to be the man when others around you are not. So, it might just be the situation that that's like, how it goes. Is,
4: can Dak be that kind of guy? We
2: don't know. We don't know. We don't, we don't, know. don't know. But we have no we've idea. seen,
4: we can only talk about and speak about what we've seen yeah. so far. And what we've seen is that he is the kind of guy who does need help around him. And yes, he can make great throws. We've seen the way that he's developed as a player from when he started to where he's at now, being able to throw downfield. He's improved so much in that aspect. But He needs help around him. And I haven't seen, we haven't, I mean, unless you guys saw plays that I missed, but uh, we haven't seen him be the guy that the team can fully, 100% rely on. He needs the protection at least, and he needs those guys that can catch the ball for him.
3: This conversation doesn't sit right with me because they all do. We've seen it time mm-hmm. and time again. Patrick Mahomes was nothing without his offensive line. He had, he's had, he got arguably the best like duo of pass catchers in the league, and now we're about to find out just how... I mean, I know he's amazing, but yeah, we'll how see. How reliant is what, he on that? What do you, yeah. look, without, what do you look like without Tyreek yeah. Hill? Yeah. Everybody needs help. And the Aaron Rodgers might be the only exception in the NFL right now because... He's had to kind of adapt to different receivers.
4: Well, do you think the Cowboys have given Dak the help that he needs? No,
3: and what rubs me the wrong way is that they got rid of a lot of it needlessly. We'll see. And, yeah, I I think they're setting him up for a bad time, this year at least. And that's why I go back to the fact that... I just like they're they're not better for 2022, and I think deep in the recesses of their inner sanctum, I think they're okay with that because they play in a weak division. They can still make the playoffs with they can make the playoffs with this yeah, team yeah. once yes, again, sure. Dave. set
2: up the next segment so per- so wow. perfectly. Sorry. perfectly? We're gonna take our final break. We're gonna come back. We're gonna talk about schedule release. Uh, we're gonna talk about some of the matchups that the Cowboys have. Some interesting matchups. Uh, there was also one of the games that was released today that we do know already when that's gonna happen. And we'll talk about that when we come back. This is dallascowboys.com radio.
3: Back to the break.
0: Registration is open for Dallas Cowboys Youth Academy Camps presented by Invisalign. Don't miss the chance to learn from former Dallas Cowboys players, including Danny McCray, and current Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. Visit dallascowboys.com slash academy to learn more and secure your spot today. Danny McCray running that show over there.
2: Yeah, he is doing it well. All right, welcome back final segment of The Break Live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. And tomorrow is the day the schedule is released. I'm very excited. We got some surprises for you fans out there. What's have the you seen we're gonna... it? I have not. Have I... have I seen what? The schedule. I'm not going to answer that <laughs> question. But there, the schedule will be released for the general public on tomorrow. And
3: I uh... yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. And uh, and uh, we have we'll have some we'll have a video as we do every year. Last year, if you remember, it was the Post Malone video. This year, it'll be some other little surprises for you guys. And um, <laughs> what? Well, why are you laughing?
0: Because I I've heard some whispers of what that could be, but I don't oh. know. I haven't seen it yet. I'm sure yeah. it's going to be it's, good.
3: It's gonna be good. I wonder. Really good. I love the. You said it. You're you're like this is the Super Bowl. For digital, digital yes. media teams. Like, yeah. this is the event every year where you measure yourself against the rest exactly of the league. Exactly right. And everybody else is like, just tell me the freaking games. I don't care. I don't I care. The schedule. I don't yeah,
2: care. I don't know. I think fans fans have kind of gotten it no,
3: No, the, and, and the really good ones are great. Like, yeah. the post video was amazing. I'll never forget the one the Falcons did that was like Game of Thrones a few yeah. years Same. ago. Yeah, that was a good. One. Uh, is that
0: one they trolled the Saints? I don't remember. In the right. middle of it, yeah, in the they, yeah, of they of did, it, did yes. troll them. There's
3: up, usually yeah. like an Easter egg in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. It, they are cool, and I will enjoy a few of them. But at the same time, I'm like, can I just get a PDF with the games? Yeah, that's that's what what we we want. <laughs> You yeah. can't.
1: I'm can, trying to book go, flights. I'm trying to, to figure website, things out. You can go to
2: the website, and you can just look at just all yeah, the games. Yeah, I know. The 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 videos are just for just for the fun of it, right? Like, as a matter of fact, like in our video. The schedule's only up for, like, a few seconds of yeah. the video. Like, it's a long video, but yeah. it's only up for a few seconds. We, the schedule's kind of irrelevant to it's, it. We're it's just, it's kind an opportunity of like, just to do
3: something fun. It's like how the Super Bowl has become such a big deal right. for advertising right. agencies. There you go. Yeah, yeah. There
0: you go. I mean, in the, in the, well, I think what makes it fun about these videos is, in my opinion, I mean, you don't always bat a 1,000. No, like, like there's some times when you're like, yeah, okay, no, we, let's try next year. Yeah, you know? like it and by the way, work.
2: That that's one of the beautiful things about working here. I've had ownership tell me a number of times, look, I want you guys to swing for the fences. Sometimes that means you're going to strike out. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's okay, but go out going for something that's really cool and interesting. And so, yeah, there have been some years we thought it might do well and it just didn't do so well okay. there are other years that it went really crazy and people loved it so yeah you just you it's with any creative work right you this do your best run? and see how it goes you haven't seen I, it yet i do think this is going to be pretty interesting cuz it's going to be a little bit shocking a little yeah, bit surprising so we'll see <laughs> as i'm looking up um okay so here's what we're going to do uh the, here's the schedule uh, we do know today there was a game that was announced uh today that we already know november 13th we will be heading to Lambeau Field in Green Bay, 3:25 uh, kick time. Expecting a blizzard, Nick, or did the Cowboys kind of escape one? Because anytime you know you got to go to Green Bay, you yeah. always are looking at that date of when that game's gonna fall, right?
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's gonna be cold. I mean, I, I, I but I, I definitely think that you escaped that. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's good for for both though. I mean, but think about it too, like. If the, to be the team that the Cowboys probably need they're going to need to run the football better mm-hmm. so you know you would like oh they escaped the, the cold weather but to be a, to be the team like I said that they want to be I mean they shouldn't be as worried about games like that you know I, I'd rather I mean we saw Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs they couldn't function I don't think they scored a touchdown I think they had a block uh, maybe that was the 49ers that had the block they might have scored one touchdown but he wasn't the same mm-hmm. so I mean, I'm not saying it's, it's a really a great thing to be, oh, at least the weather's going to be great. Aaron Rodgers can throw it around the yard. I mean, like, you <laughs> know. I, I mean, for us, yeah, we don't have to pack, like, the, you know. You know, you don't mm-hmm. have to pack your fur coat. But
3: average temperature on November thirteenth in Green Bay is about forty. It yep. was thirty-five for their game that Dang weekend man. last year. I mean, yeah, that's Dang a win. If, I'll, take that's that. nice.
4: I'll take that. That's nice. I'll take that. That's place in the world. <laughs>
2: no, that's that's actually really
3: great weather for a football game.
2: Yeah, you know, you're talking low forties, maybe upper thirties. That's a pretty good game in the NFL.
4: If if there's fog when you're speaking. That's way too cold. For you. studio. I
0: mean, go into our studio and that happens
2: in there. (laughs) All right, so you look at some of the teams the Cowboys are going to play this year. We do know that they got home games against the NFC East. They got Chicago, Detroit, Tampa Bay, Indy,
3: uh, Houston, and Cincinnati. Why are you laughing? Chicago. Do you have a Chicago schedule?
1: I'm more worried about Chicago uh, wait, than Green why? Bay. Well,
3: Chicago's a home game. That's yeah. a home game, yeah. It's yeah. a home game. So uh,
2: they're coming here. So we're not worried about that. Uh yeah. Well Williams that's God. been the coldest I've mm. ever been, is that that game. Mm. That was a cold, Chicago on the road? Yeah, that was a cold no, game. Thank you. All right. And then on the road they've got the NFC East again, Green Bay, Minnesota, the Rams, Jacksonville. And Tennessee, Dave, you mentioned it a little earlier, they have the easiest schedule in NFL, if you want to look at it from the standpoint of the win-loss record of their opponents in 2021. My question for you guys, how much does that matter?
3: It doesn't matter. Every, every year we do this. Every, every year you're trying to assign wins and losses based on what the schedule looks like in May and Nobody in their right mind saw the Bengals making a run at the Super Bowl. Like, all of us – you know, this time last year, you're like, that, that should be a win. That's – I mean, uh, we're better. <laughs> like, Burrow's good, but we're better than the Bengals. Now it's like, holy crap, the Super Bowl runner-ups coming to town. Like, I mean, it's ridiculous to try to guess this stuff. Having said that, I I do think there's a difference. I say this all the time. There's, like, four teams that are clearly better than everyone and four teams that are clearly worse, and then the rest is anybody's guess. But a few of those teams that are clearly very bad are on the Cowboys' schedule. Like mm-hmm. you sh- I don't. If they make the playoffs, you can come I'll eat all the crow you want. Like you should be able to beat Houston, Detroit, Chicago. Like those three teams. Jacksonville. Te- I hold off on you know, Jacksonville. You're throw that up really. There? No, you hold off on Jacksonville. No, I'm not saying Jacksonville is going to like make the playoffs, but I hold off on saying Jacksonville is going to be absolutely terrible. I mean, with the investments that they've That's how made. How about Detroit? Actually. Possible. Just my opinion. But go ahead. I just, I mean, with the amount of money that they've spent, I still don't know why they gave Christian Kirk $18 million a year. But, like, their offensive line looks nice all of a sudden. They've added a badass pass rusher to go with Josh Allen. They signed a bunch of linebackers. Like, do I think they're going to be amazing? No, but I would be shocked if they pick first in the draft. Like, I think that's a team that's capable of winning five or six games. Yeah. But I'll even throw them in there. I mean, the Cowboys should beat the Jacks. I will say that. That's four games that you should win right there, Jacksonville, Houston, Detroit, Chicago. Like and the crazy part you should they, win those games. And
2: then you've got just the opposite of that. You've got some really tough games against some of those teams. You said that you know are going to be good: Tampa Bay, the Rams. Like it's it's kind of like the Cowboys have. You know, it's kind of feast or famine. You got some of the worst teams in the league. You got some of the best teams in the league. Not a lot of in between there.
3: But going back to my point from the last segment. If you can sweep those four potential awful teams, a few of which will probably be fighting for the number one overall pick, Houston. Um, (laughs) And then you got the division where they've dominated for most of Dak's career when he's been healthy. Four and two in the division. Plus four wins against, I mean, you're already, all about, at eight. already at eight. Like, And that's why I sit here, I'm like, yeah, maybe the Cowboys are okay with taking a slight step back because if they just handle their business in the games they should win, they'll be a playoff team. And I, I'm not saying that's good enough for fans that are listening to me, but I can see the rationale there of like, I can't. which I I appreciate that viewpoint because I'm
4: tired of hearing that I'm tired of hearing yeah I get it they don't care yeah like you look at oh it should be an easy schedule for the Cowboys how does that help them really okay we get to the playoffs or whatever but then we're embarrassed because you see the reality of things when you are coming up against better teams and throughout the season we're like okay that look good well what matters is the win yeah sure it does matter but how much is that really helping them? We, we saw it happen last year where they faced a lot of teams that weren't really that good and the Cowboys might have looked better than what they really were and maybe we started being hypnotized by that or like seeing this illusion of what they were creating when in reality they weren't what we thought they were at the beginning of the year. So this whole thing of like, sure. Easy schedule, whatever. They get to the playoffs, and then what? We're again, we're sitting here another year. No, yeah, <laughs> repeating the same thing over and over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
2: think you're absolutely saying yeah. what every fan out there totally. is thinking right now, and has been thinking to since the end of this year. Is they're not going to get fooled this upcoming year by what happens in the regular season? Because I think that's where a lot of people were upset. They felt like. I thought the steam was one thing, and then we got to the second half mm. of the year, and we got to the playoffs, and I found out they were something I different. I for it. Yeah, and I, I think that's the hard part for fans right now. That's the juxtaposition that they're in is how much do I want to buy in and believe what I see in the season versus what I think they'll be in the play- postseason.
3: That is your right as a fan, and yeah. I'm not telling you you should be excited by that. I'm telling you what their rationale might be for, like, very quietly, they're like, okay, we take a step back this year. We clean up our cap. We can still make the playoffs, and you never know what's going to happen once we get there. And then in 23 and 24, we can make moves toward really improving this team. It shouldn't make you feel better about this year. And it's, I think it's, it's a frustrating mentality, if that is their mentality. But I can see the logic. unless of course, I, un, Unless, of course, it is what I think it might be that
2: they're trying to remake the... As, as Jalen said, the, the culture of this team, like they're trying to build this team in a way that maybe has either a little bit less talent, but a lot more bravado and a lot more attitude uh, or equal talent and, and more bravado and attitude.
3: It, se- it seems like a very Cowboys thing to between the way that they run the ball, the way that they get after the quarterback in the way that they're physical and kind of got some S in their neck. Like the Cowboys are like, yeah, the 49ers got this thing figured out. We want to be like that. Mm-hmm. I can see that yeah. perfectly. That's me too. Like that's
2: that's what I think I'm seeing. Now, again, I've not been told that. That's what no. I think I'm, I'm seeing. I'm just guessing.
3: Know, yeah.
4: And we kind of, t- I, I don't remember if we talked about this on the break or not, but um, it'll be interesting because this year is a very, very important year for someone in a high position of power, which is. The head coach, hmm. and you know clearly, there's no possible way that he's gonna take this lightly or whatever. He's gonna try the best that he can yeah, to make he, it happen he have because
2: years to figure that out. Yeah.
4: yeah, this is. I mean, this is a, a proven uh, like this is if I think for him. We all talked about it this past. I mean, this off season. So we'll see what he can actually do with what the Cowboys have given him.
2: So when the schedule comes out tomorrow, what do you guys typically look for? What do you look for in a schedule to kind of figure out?
3: You want the honest answer to that? Yeah,
2: you can give me the honest answer, and then you can tell me the answer from the standpoint of the Cowboys. I know it's personal. Yeah. For me, it I is. Just, I mean, crazy-ish. I
3: look at, like, okay, I got a wedding I'm supposed to be at. What weekend is <laughs> right, right. that? Like, Yeah. When When's the bye week? Who's LSU playing during the bye week? Like, it's purely selfish on my end. And then after the first 20 minutes, once I've got all that sorted. Yeah, let's talk about the Cowboys. Yeah, then I'm right. like, oh, man, they play a lot of road games in December. Who's the team before Thanksgiving? I think that's all. I mean, Kansas City beat the hell out of them the game before Thanksgiving last year. I think the wear and tear in that, in that situation and whether or not you have to travel, uh, that type of stuff. Yeah. And when, when the bye comes, like – if they get to training camp on July 25th, how long are they playing football before they get a break? Stuff yeah. like that.
0: Uh, holidays, you know, Thanksgiving. You know, right. they can
2: have two this year because yeah. Christmas Day is on a Sunday this yeah. year, so it's possibility they could be playing. Is it really? Yeah, they can be playing, on, really? Christmas. Yeah, can oh. be playing on Christmas Sorry. Day too. Sorry, mom and dad. So. Which That's <laughs> home or road becomes a big deal for that game. I don't um,
0: think. I don't think the Cowboys. Are they all on Christmas Day?
2: Not necessarily, but I'm saying it's a Sunday, so there will be a full slate of games on well, Christmas Day. Not. I would assume, right?
3: It's only three yeah, on Sunday, so only three on Sunday, I and all the rest s- s- of them on what Saturday, day? Saturday. Yes. I'd okay. be
0: surprised if the Cowboys are on are on that on uh, Sunday. On yeah, and because and, the thing is, is that they're going to make those games the, close, you know, geographically. So the Cowboys. Well Houston is Houston they play Houston,
3: right? Yes. Home. At home.
0: Then that, that could be it. It could be that. I could see Houston being that game. Then. You they, think the league cares wow. that
3: much about people's travel on Christmas weekend? Go look at it. Yeah. Go, I, I, I didn't go, mean that in no, like a I don't no, believe you no, way. No,
0: just go look at the last few years on the Christmas day. I mean, like it's Cleveland versus Green Bay. I mean, it's, it's probably – I don't think you would go one-day trips. I don't think the teams do that. I don't think they allow you to do that. But, I mean, it's it's quick travel. You get home quicker, well, early
3: games. The, the I league guess it could be different one game, or, uh, one game on yeah, Christmas all Rams. Don't
0: tell me it's Rams versus like the Giants.
3: the Dolphins. <laughs> no, Denver. Oh, Rams Denver. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If it was I'm sorry. Rams
0: Dolphins. Then, then, well, yeah, then your, your like, thing's been I'm blown. Little, <laughs> yeah. I'm
3: not trying to argue with you, but I remember vividly the Vikings played the Saints on Christmas a couple years ago, and that ain't, I mean, that's not a quick trip. Oh. I think it, I mean, I bet you that years ago we had, was it Arizona I think we had on
0: Christmas? We Tennessee. Those, uh, think about it though, those are about as good as you can get. Yeah, it, it. wasn't Seattle, right? I mean, Arizona, yeah. Tennessee, you know. I'm be- it's only You only play. The Saints, Kansas City, and Houston so, so many times. If
4: we travel, yeah. I might be sick that day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. Might be sick. It's,
3: so am I right? Into th- so if there's three games on Christmas Day, what that means there will be like twelve on Christmas Eve. Yeah, plus maybe a Thursday night football. Yeah, which
2: I wouldn't mind. If we're, if we're Christmas Eve home or away, I'm okay with that. Watch if I'm back by Christmas morning, I'm okay. Watch I'm
3: the watch the Cowboys be the Saturday night game on Christmas yes. Eve, like seven thirty <laughs> Christmas Eve. And you can that does sound kind of cowboy, very right? cowboysy. Mm. Yeah.
0: Get in at 4 a.m. Yeah.
3: yeah. See Santa. Uh, literally yeah. Yeah. You literally run into him. Help him. Yeah. Yeah, I could, I could see that. Yeah. That sounds kind of fun, though, to be honest. No, I
4: it doesn't. like. No, he Oh, see.
0: Not. <laughs> Spoken to someone with no kids.
4: <laughs> right. right. Well, <laughs> hey,
3: better Christmas Eve than Christmas Day, right? Yeah. I mean, like, to Probably. Derek's point, you'll be home. You'll be home on Christmas the problem, morning. The problem
2: still is, like, Christmas Eve. For, for all of us that are parents, like you know, that's put together time. Like you gotta put all that stuff together and mm. get it. There isn't yeah. actually a man that shows up at your house and does it for you. <laughs> Derek, <laughs> you don't know who could be listening Santa to this. Does I'm just saying, do that. Okay, there sure. A lot of else but I'm just there's saying, helpers. I'm just saying, like in my house, I get the the. Lion's share of that he doesn't help me enough so i guess see it ends up being me doing yeah, it most you come of the, home time. On
3: the road game there's a drill no deal for you.
2: What's, no 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 doubt
3: about it what's a bummer for me like what really depresses me is when christmas day is on like a thursday yeah and you there you got to work so you can't go home but it's just practice and press conferences but like When there's a game on a big like, I'm never bummed about. We've talked. We talk about this all the time. I'm never bummed about missing Thanksgiving because it's the game of the week. Everybody's watching. It's a big event. You kind of you feel like you're part of something. So like to play a game on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day would actually be more exciting than just being like. Well, couldn't go home to see my family, but at least I get to listen to Dax's press conference. This is great. So, I like, get that. if I'm gonna do it, I might as well do it big. All,
4: uh, it's all about perspective. Yeah. Sure. So,
3: Wait, yeah, yeah. Again, this is all coming from somebody with no kids <laughs> yeah, and yeah. no wife. That's totally fair. Yeah. Fine. No. But yeah, it's. I'm hopeful.
2: I'm hopeful that that wherever we play, it's it's a Christmas Eve because I don't want that Christmas Day
0: one. Definitely don't want it on the road. That's that's not. <laughs> We're me. talking about stuff that really like
3: fans don't care yeah about the fans Oh, yeah. like, no, they don't
2: they're but, actually probably like man it'd be nice to open gifts and then sit down and watch the yeah, cowboys yeah. game like that's what they care about yeah.
3: right? the fans are i mean but, and that's it's fair to i mean we're gonna be looking at you know are they gonna have like a triple triple road game or back-to-back short the there's who all is in december like that's a huge yeah. one who all yeah what are the december?
2: cold yeah you got cold weather cities in december like what does december look like that's a huge
0: uh, to me like you know i say this every year and um, and even more so this year, uh, I, I think I haven't seen the schedule yet. But I, you know, I always say week two is huge, and and I it's a broken record. Mm-hmm. I say it all the time. Uh, what kind of team are you going to be? Are you going to be a team that that you know if you win with the first one, are you going to be a team that goes one and one, and you're in that eight and eight track or eight and nine or whatever, mm-hmm. or are you gonna you're gonna stack some wins together, uh, or if you go zero and one, are you going to go zero and two? I mean, I, I always think. Week two is is a really big year, and uh, it seems like this year is even bigger, from
3: what it sounds like. Are you implying something? Yeah. I am. Oh, what, I am. Have you seen the schedule? Well, I, I haven't seen any. I haven't, seen, I haven't oh, right. seen the
0: schedule. I just I hear that that uh, week two has has a little ring to it, mm. or a few rings to
3: it. Oh boy.
0: Mm. So yeah. that's Yay. all I know. I yeah. just think uh, week two could be a could be a, a big year, and it always is. I say it every single oh. year. Watch out for week two. So, right, what, so, other, so. What so you what got? What
4: was week 2 last year?
0: I don't remember.
1: Um <laughs> Was
4: that same year? Was that Chargers No. no. It
0: yes. Was it was. Two and, two. and it was Char- the biggest that was It was week 2 Chargers. And it was the biggest win of the year. Huh. Think about it. Think about it. like again, you you start off winning oh, two.
2: Oh, just I I, from the standpoint I, of where you were in season. Well, right. A lot of yeah, things
0: happened out of that game. Yeah, I you. you found out that your best player on the field could do everything. Could do everything. Yeah, that was a huge game. Yeah, that's I when was you realized. Man, that was a great pick. Wrong. Yeah, I was wrong during that game. I was wrong. I was like sitting up there in the press. I, I think with you losing your mind. I was just like, he's so such a good player. Why is he not on the field? Yeah. This and, he, and it, for the first half, it wasn't working. Slater was beating him. Yeah. But he went to the other side and, all of a and sudden, he started woo! rushing, and it was like, okay, like. I could I could see it, but uh, and they you know Quinn's smarter than me. I, I guess I'll give it give him that when it comes to defense. <laughs> a little bit, so just a little bit. no. But I thought that was a huge game. You found out Tony Pollard could do a little bit more. You found out Terrence Steele can actually block Bosa, and yeah. you don't have to worry about it. It was a lot of good things. You found out your kickers clutch.
3: If they could just get a division game or two, I'm that I just caught yeah, that. They, Sorry, and we and just lost right over. it. Just he always going. throws yeah, it right in at going. the end. Just keep going. <laughs> If they could just get a division road game or two out of the way early cuz remember they had to play all the division road games at the end of the year last year. Am I right in remembering that?
0: Oh, all the road games were late. Isn't last that year?
3: right? Like except
2: all- for Washington. I no, Washington think. was late. Remember late? Wait, which one was It would seem like it was one of them that was
0: not. Well, Philly was late.
3: I'm pulling it up. Washington,
0: Washington was late <laughs> and the Giants is always Yeah, I know the Giants was I don't remember at Ooh. Philly. Oh yeah, all, they year. were all. They were all. They were all in. They the were all year. in December. So I thought there
3: was one. Washington it? was in December. New York was in December, and Philly was in January. Yeah, they were all at the end of the year. Wow. So That's if bad. they can, if they could yeah. just get one or two of those division road games out of the way, they kind of they catch some breaks with on the weather front. Like we already know, they got to go to Green Bay in November. That's a break, honestly. Yeah, yeah. And then they don't play in a ton of cold weather cities, other than division teams. Like they play at Minnesota, which is a dome. They play in Nashville, which shouldn't ever be oh, super cold. My temp- tempting Chris, fate,
0: Chris Beam and I have said I'll tell all this. Oh my god! Seriously, it was and it was Christmas night. Go yeah, back to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Christmas night 2000. The Cowboys yeah. were the worst team they've ever yeah. been. Yeah. Almost, I remember it was that. So bad. Got beat thirty-one to nothing. Not
3: Anthony Wright
2: that was our quarterback. Huh? I did not make that trip. Yeah,
3: you
0: didn't make that. No, I did trip. not make
3: that trip. I like the odds of this not biting yeah. me in the butt. Nashville and L.A. are the only outdoor road trips outside of the division. Yeah, so it
0: can be cold there in Nashville. Coming off the water, but L.A.
3: Rams? outdoors. It is. It is. They're gonna
0: have.
3: It's open. It's, open. It's, it's, it's open. open. it's technically an open air stadium. Open okay. air. But okay. even even I didn't if it is, that. it's L.A. I mean, it doesn't yes, get LA doesn't We showed up
0: for the first game. Uh, was it 2020? The first yeah. game, and it, you know, of course, it was like. Air, the air quality was low there. They didn't even know if they were going to play the game. And the whole time, I'm like, "Why does this even matter?" Like, I really thought they had a stadium.
2: But I think about it as the covering. I, I guess no, that's where I'm. Air. There's it, no. Is the, is the covering? I thought it had a covering. I'll never. It's dark, burned into
3: my brain. That's
2: my yeah, that's. Yeah, that's my point. That's the only point I'm making. Like, I just think about open air as. And I know what you guys are saying. I just think of it as
3: the, the outside temperature yeah, has access to the in, playing yeah, field. Right. Uh, it's oh, be 74 degrees. Right. It's always they also downstairs. play. They play outdoors in Jacksonville which that, right. that doesn't get. Yeah. You also
2: have to think about the opposite
3: there in Jacksonville, it's hot. it can get
2: pretty humid there. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. All right,
0: so, appreciate you guys joining us DJ something? Well, I was I was just mentioning I, I, I think that Jacksonville is the only city that the Cal, in the NFL that the Cowboys have never won in. I I think that's right.
3: Cowboys have never won in Jacksonville? I don't think have so. They won they've What about Baltimore? They have won there
0: it might have been when, the Colts. The, <laughs> when the Colts were there <laughs> quit trying to throw facts around the I'm day. sorry I, I I'm don't sorry. think they've won in Jacksonville not for a regular season game they, they didn't play a lot yeah. they haven't played a lot and then we went to London when we were supposed to play in oh last yeah, yeah So they I was just, thinking
2: they haven't they like, beaten the, t- the Jaguars but that would be it was 6 yeah, was to,
0: to open the year yeah yeah. You think that's going to happen? Open the year against Jacksonville again? and that's not going to happen. <laughs> I don't Seems think
3: unlikely. That's
2: uh, it's not going to happen. All right. We appreciate you guys joining us. We'll be back tomorrow. I'm, I'm sorry. We'll be back next week. Uh, make sure you check out all the uh, content we'll be putting up tomorrow around uh, schedule release. And then coming up on uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we got rookies in the building. We'll be getting lots of content around that. Till then, for Nick Eatman, Dave Hellman, and Amber Garcia, I am Derek Eagleton. this has been The Break live on DallasCowboys.com Radio.